Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Hey, wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! Husband! Wife! 
It's Q&A Saturday. Awesome. Do you know what we're queuing? Uh, well, Second Samuel chapters such and such and such and such. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Second Samuel chapters 11 through 15. All right. Cool. And we were wondering uh, where the fuck this sudden animosity um, came from. From, Absalom, from yeah, Absalom, Absalom toward David. Right. It's just like out of nowhere. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. And then we also had a question about, um, are the chapter subheaders part of the original text yeah. or what? Right. Yeah, that was, uh, I'm, I'm interested. Yeah. I'm interested. yeah. All right. Is that, a, is that all we're going over then? That's all we're going over then. All right. Let's go find this stuff out. I already found it out. Well, let's, the rest of us find it out then. Okay. All right. Okay, so I'm going to answer the second question first. Okay. Because it's easy enough. I got it. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, they were not part of the Bible? No. They are not part of the Bible. Really? Really. Where the fuck did they come from? They're merely placed there by various interpreters for reader accessibility. Oh. To the point that even um, if you compare different Bible translations, like the... King James Version versus the, I guess, NIV versus, I don't don't know. Those are the only two ones that I'm aware of, but there's like hundreds of others. Okay. Um, They aren't always the same. Ah. Um, They don't always match up. And even, you know, the way um, the chapters and verses are numbered? Right. Even some of those aren't always lining up exact interesting they they have become standardized over the years so that for the most part they do match up right but every once in a while you're going to find an odd bible that does it a little bit differently got it got it so no is the answer to that question okay and then i believe we decided that so i'm going to stop giving the headliners yeah because it just gives everything away right so i will do we still include them in the notes description I think yes, because... Um, if somebody cares that much, they can go, you know, see it. Well, it it does tell you what that section is about. Sure. Okay. So, yeah, let's we'd not, be summarizing we're, it We're anyway. not going to totally screw up our for- format, but right. we'll, we'll screw it up a little bit. Well, I mean, not screw it up, but maybe make it less uh, obvious as to what's going to happen. So, yeah. So, more yeah. intriguing. So, that's so. a little disappointing, because I did like complaining about it. Right. Um... But I will keep the headlines to myself and be the only one. Now I don't get to guess anymore. I know. I know. That changes everything, It really does. It really does. Mm. It's going to be so hard when I'm like, oh, damn. And then you're like, what? And I'm like, I can't (laughs) tell you yet. Right, yeah. It's a headline. Mm. Okay. So there's that. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Okay, so our other question, the first question we had was, what the fuck, Absalom? Right. Okay, so I have a few notes that I discovered. Okay. Okay. Yep. First of all... Was he just too entranced with his own hair? I mean... Is that what it was? Yes and no. Okay. (laughs) It does enter in. Really? Some kind of. You'll see in a minute. Mm, Okay. Okay. But before that, before I get to that, okay. So you know how David had like a billion wives and concubines? Yes. A billion. A billion. Fucking... Like unnumbered. They're fucking everywhere. Yeah. So, um... I'm not going to say that he didn't enjoy that situation, and I'm not going to say that he wasn't a disgusting person. Right. But aside from that, he conquered a lot of lands, right? Yes, yes, that's all he's been fucking doing. Right. Part of his ability to conquer lands and to create peace Uh was 
um, a lot of political wheeling and dealing. Which Part of that was marrying? Yes. Ah. And bringing those wives to his quote-unquote harem. Got it. Which I saw many people describe it that way. Yeah. His harem of brides. I mean, yeah. But it basically it, is. it wasn't all just because he was like just a sexual deviant. It sure. It was also, it was very political. Okay. Okay. So these wives that he had, they were all pretty alien to each other. And thus their children were alien to each other too. Okay. So, uh, and I am going somewhere with all of this. Okay. Sure. Because that does include Absalom and what's his butt, the rapist, whose name right. yeah. I can't be bothered, Amnon, I think. Am, yeah, Amnon. Um, and think of Bathsheba's son, Solomon. Right. Whom we've only briefly met yep. um, in name only. Right. Um, so these kids were all raised very differently by very different cultures. The moms com- coming from very different places. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, um, because of that, they had no, um, context or, or traditional clan structure as to how to behave and how to deal with misbehavior and misdeeds. And there was just no, um, consistency, consistency from, from one little unit to the next Got within it. the king's own family. Okay. So that created and sowed a lot of discord in his own home. Right, right. Okay. Um, also because of that, they were never sure who, how to resolve conflict or who the, um, the chain of command, like the next king was going to be. Right. And that in itself caused a lot of discord. Sure, sure. So, toward that end, um, Absalom, being the third king of, or the third son of King David, he never thought that he would ever be in the line of succession for kingship. Got it, because he was third. He was third. Right. Right. The firstborn was Amnon. Oh, well, he's out of the picture. And he's out of the picture. And then came Solomon, who was, you know, the, the rape baby wife. Yeah, yeah. And, um... After those three came Ad Ad I always fuck this guy's name up. Adoniah. Okay. Okay. And apparently we're going to learn more about him in the coming chapters. Got it. Okay. But um, so when Absalom killed his brother, that suddenly put him in line for the throne. Right. So he's like, oh shit. Um, Wouldn't it have been a lot easier to like make an accident happen to Solomon? I mean, just instead of starting the war with David, you know? Well, Solomon wasn't specifically in line for the throne, even though he was the second born. And so he didn't have beef with Solomon. Got it. Got it. Um, Still, even coming behind Amnon and Solomon, though, he just never expected to be okay. in, in line for king. Okay. Okay? Yep. Um, He did suddenly find himself maybe heir to the throne now that Amnon was dead and that kind of like shook him up a bit mm-hmm. and then he probably understood because I don't know if you remember earlier on Nathan the um, prophet yeah. had told David your kingship is going to last like for for the ages 
your right. family dynasty, and it's going to pass through Solomon. Right, until then later God cursed him again. Right. When he, you know, raped Bathsheba. Right. But so, that's probably going to be forgotten about too, so. But Bathsheba is Solomon's mom. Right. No, so, I know. So. Wait. Yes. I thought, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. So David probably felt like I should, or not David, I'm sorry. Absalom probably felt like I was never going to be king. Now maybe I could be king because why does Solomon count? But wait, he does count. Like, anyway, there was just all of that yeah. to, to contend with, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, then on top of that, um, when David um, did what he did to Bathsheba, he lost a lot of moral high ground with a lot of his family, a lot of the people, and remember, this is a little off topic, but still important. Remember when um, uh, Absalom was coming for David and David had to take off and then he found out that one of his like close supporter guys had yeah. taken Absalom's side? Yep. I didn't realize it, but that guy mm-hmm. was Bathsheba's grandfather. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So he picked Absalom because he was like, no, nah, fuck that guy anyways for what right. he did to my... Yeah. Wait, daughter, granddaughter, I can't even remember. You said grandfather, so granddaughter. Yeah, I I did, but now I'm, like, questioning myself. Was it her dad? Was it her granddad? Whoever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I mean, not to me anyway. Right. But the point is, is that's why, like, everybody knew that this happened. Got it. So it was not, like, this closely held secret. Right. Okay. So there's all of that, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. Then, on top of that, Absalom... For two years is waiting for David to do something about his brother Amnon having raped his sister. Yeah, that's right. right. And it's, David was like, whoa, I can't believe he did that. That sucks. I'm really angry. But then mm-hmm. he didn't do anything about it. Right. Right? Yeah. And that's some bullshit, as we discussed. Agreed. Well, yeah. apparently Absalom felt like that, too. So, you know, that's why he took it into his own hands and finally after two years was like, okay, fine, I'll kill the fucker then. And then obviously is harboring some anger towards David for mm-hmm. not doing what he should have done. Exactly. And also causing him to be banished for a right. while because of that. Yeah, he finally takes it into his own hands and he gets banished. And he's like, the fuck? Are you kidding me? Right. So then he's banished for however many years living with his mom's family. Right. And having to deal with that, like, my dad turned on me on a dime. My my other brother, quote-unquote brother, you know, right. was a rapey fuck. But no, please, do go off about how I murdered him. Right. When you did nothing. Yeah. So he's pretty fucking pissed at his dad. And he's like, he's not dealing with shit. This is not okay the way he's dealing with this situation. Right. And then even when finally David brought him back home, remember, for two years, he was like, but I don't want to see him. Right. And even when David was like, or even when Absalom was like, I'm going to throw a barley party or what the fuck ever. When he burned Joab's barley, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was going to throw a party and David was like, no, I can't, I can't participate. Or no, that was when he invited Amnon over. Yeah, that was he killed his brother. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, David was just like never there for him. He was never making the right choices. He was never punishing the bad behavior he never did um restore tamar the girl that got raped the sister he never did restore her um uh personhood or whatever right right. like he never made her be allowed to be 
clean again or whatever. Wow. And as a king, he had the ability right. to marry her off to somebody of high standing to put her back in good graces with society. Right. That's kind of shitty. I mean, yeah. That is shitty. That is so, shitty. Yeah. Because that was in his power and he did not do that. Right. So I'm not saying that Absalom was like a good guy. I'm just saying he grew up with, you know, knowing that his dad was a schmuck for what he did to Bathsheba. Right. Then he grew up actively being treated like shit and... You know, having all of these different family units, like, he knew it wasn't, something wasn't right. Right. And then when his sister gets raped, his dad does nothing about it. He felt like, my dad is not handling this kingdom well. Like, if I feel this injustice and I live in his house, how must the people feel? Right, right. So, what I find interesting, as I'm reading all of this, I'm becoming very sympathetic to Absalom. Right. right? And yeah. like, okay, yeah, now I, I understand his perspective. But what I found really interesting is that when I'm studying him by religious apologists, not a single one of them took Absalom's side or felt well, empathy for him. probably not supposed to in the canon of the Bible, right? I, I mean, I David is I David. Not. David, David is, David, is David. David. Right? Right? David's our man. Right. It just, I, I found it, like, so weird that nobody had to tell me, like, to find empathy for Absalom. Right. Just in learning more about him, I was like, oh, I get his anger now. Yeah, I'd be pissed, too. But I just kept reading Absalom attacked because he was um, greedy for the throne and he, you know, wanted what wasn't his and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, actually, he had some really good ground politically and socially um and having dealt with his sister he actually had a good reason to feel the way he felt and do what he did yeah yeah so i was very excited and we kind of pointed that him. out through throughout the chapter i think like you know we saw some of that we no we saw that david was a schmuck right we didn't right. see or feel that absalom had a reason to do what he did we specifically were like, what the fuck? Where did that come from? Well, we felt like he had a reason to kill his brother. Sure, yes. So, like, that part we agreed with, at least. Yeah, but we had no understanding right. of why okay. he went after his dad. That's fair. That's that fair. seemed to come out of the blue. That's fair. But having more context of the history and right. yeah. the household and the politics and all of that... Yeah, it makes a lot more sense. It does make it make a lot more sense. Right. But you're not going to find that in religious apologists because... That would make you have to have empathy for Absalom. Absalom. Right. So that's where I stand. And um, Christians suck. God's a dick. David's a piece of shit. Yeah. Oh, and I promised you something about David's hair. Oh, yeah. Uh, or not David's hair. Uh, Absalom's, Absalom's hair. hair. Um, he did grow up feeling that he was very beautiful. Ah. And that did also give him a little bit of... Um, what is it called where, like, you have expectations that things are going to go your way? Like, privilege and... Sure. Also, he just expected that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what? I'm beautiful. What? Right. So, um, a lot of times that was also used. Like, he was prideful. Got it. But I didn't really get that in my reading, and I think that that is stretching. Right, right. So... Okay. All right. Well, so that explains a lot more about the uh, Absalom-David War. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so tomorrow we got the book club. 
We do. Did we you do. remember to look up the pages? Probably I not. I didn't. I didn't. But we're starting with Nimrod. Okay. So. so just read like, you know, 30 pages or something thereabouts. Uh, no, it's much less than that. I oh. have split them up into approximately 15 pages. It's usually like 15 to 17 pages. Okay. All right. But it's starting with Nimrod. All right. So tomorrow we get to learn about my favorite hunter, mm-hmm. Nimrod. Yep. And uh, we'll have our weekly replay, and then we'll be back to find out uh, how David kills Absalom, probably. I, I'm just, 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 just my. I'm guessing. I'm, I'm biting guessing my here. tongue because I have. You kind of know. Maybe. In my research, I know what happened. Yeah. And it's yeah. it. Yes. Okay. I'll just so anyway. be quiet because it doesn't go the way you think it will, but it does go partly the way you think <laughs> it will, and you just can't guess what's going to happen. Okay. Fair enough. And now I won't even have, like, you know, headlines to tell me what's going to happen. I know, right? So i got to just, like, guess harder, I guess. It's true. Right. Just do um, keep in mind that um, I did tell you about his hair. You did tell me about his hair. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. Uh, We'll see you guys uh, tomorrow for the book club and on Monday for the 16th chapter of 2 Samuel. That is correct. Bye. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh, my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. 